everyone, I'm Paige. I'm Denaja. And I'm Camille, and you're listening to Pass to Fail. This is our first episode of Pass to Fail. Um, we're a pop culture podcast, and we talk about everything that's happening in current events and pretty much anything that's happening in our lives that week, too. And um, our plan is to have an episode out every Monday. And you can check it out on iTunes and SoundCloud, Pass to Fail podcast. And let's go ahead and like plug our Twitter so people can know where to find this. So Paige, what's your Twitter and social media and blog and all that stuff? Woo, okay. You can follow me on Twitter at SmartWrites. That's S-M-A-R-T-W-R-I-T-E-S. And on Instagram at PageSmart. And my blog is Smart Rights, which you can find on my Twitter page. All right, Denija, what are your social media handles? All right, my Twitter is at Don't Ask Danny. So D O N T A S K D A N I. And then my Instagram is the same. Um, and y'all don't get my Snapchat. So that is all. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay, and my Twitter is really simple, at Camille Connor, C-A-M-I-L-L-E-C-O-N-N-O-R. Same thing with Instagram. So be sure to follow us on our Twitters. And Paige is going to go ahead and talk a little bit about herself. And then me and Denise are going to go after. So you go ahead, Paige. Okay, about me. <laughs> I am 23. I currently live in Seattle. I graduated from the University of Missouri a year ago, and I work in advertising. Currently, I am surviving, but definitely not thriving. <laughs> Amen. Okay, Denija, tell a little bit about yourself. Okay, I am 22 years old. I also graduated from the University of Missouri this past May. Um, I currently live in Champaign, Illinois, going to the University of Illinois. <laughs> um, and also surviving by a thread. So, oh, yeah. Go grad school. <laughs> and I'm from Chicago, and so is Eliza. Oh, yes. That's right. <laughs> True home. I know. I forgot for a second. And, and then there's just me from Texas, <laughs> um, from Dallas, Texas. And I am 23. And I actually met Denija and Paige at Missouri. I'm now transferred to a different school, but I'm about to graduate in December. So, I mean, that's good, I guess. <laughs> Um, and I'm very excited for that because I'm ready to be done and, you know, survive but not thrive with y'all. <laughs> so, I mean, that that humor right there kind of explains, like, how we started our friendship and kind of explains how we came up with this podcast name, which Paige is going to go deeper into, like, how we came up with this podcast name and what it means. Okay, so basically, like I said before, we all started out at the University of Missouri. Um, but even deeper, we all started out at the journalism school. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> forgot that was a part of my life. <laughs> I know. 
sadly, or not sadly, sadly for me, I'm the only one to make it out of the journal school there. Come on, social work. Social work major, stand up. Um, but there, I don't even, this never happened to me, but there was rumors that they, some people received like negative grades in journalism <laughs> school because it's so freaking hard. So we thought about it one day that even if like, say you got a negative 100 on an assignment, you have to literally get a perfect score on your next assignment just to get a zero, just to still be feeling that class. <laughs> <laughs> so, so life is essentially so hard that you have to pass to fail, you know? Yes, like that. And it just defined not just the school, but just life in general. So we just started using. <laughs> We just started using the phrase. Like, please don't come after us, University of Missouri. All right. Like, oh. Disclaimer: Don't sue us. <laughs> but, okay. Like, so that's, hell on earth. You <laughs> 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 should know it. Tune in next time to see my degree revoked. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So. With this podcast, the phrase pass to fail is not just an inside joke. It also is just us talking about what we like. In other words, like what passes on our radar and what we dig or whatever. No one uses dig, ignore that. But (laughs) (laughs) but like, um, and then failing is like what we don't like, which we are very vocal about what we do not like. like. (laughs) Very vocal. So that's what pass to fail means. And um, so we're going to go ahead and jump right into our first segment of the night. Something big just ended like an hour ago or so. And no, it wasn't Game of Thrones, although that was really awesome. Um, (laughs) It was the VMAs, 2017 VMAs. And we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, some of our past experiences when it comes to the VMAs and then talk about what we thought of this show. So um, I'll go ahead and start with like the past experiences. Basically, uh, I think maybe the first VMAs I actually remembered, like I realized it was the VMAs was like 2008, which was a notorious VMAs because everyone remembers when Taylor Swift won and Kanye got on stage and was like, Beyonce should have won. And I was like watching that with my mom. And we were like, oh, but um, you know, he's kind of right. He, he was right. Um, so like watching that, I did not think that after that, it would like blow up so big. Like in my head, it was funny, but I didn't think it would be such a huge like controversy that has literally lasted almost 10 years. So that's insane. So that just is like a testament to like how big historically the VMA stage is. And like, I went and watched past shows and it's like Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson, Madonna, they're like all, you know, have iconic VMA performances. And then kind of in our generation, I do remember watching Britney Spears perform. I remember like watching Beyonce perform in the early days. I didn't realize it was the VMAs though. I'm just like, oh, just celebrities performing on TV. But I didn't like really realize the name of the show or anything like that. Um, But now like, I guess ever since 2008, I became like really into like pop culture and watching these, you know, 
shows and whatnot, uh, these award shows. And then one of the fondest memories I have was in college after I got my first apartment and Paige and Elijah came over and we uh, cooked some burgers. I don't think, the, no offense guys, like I don't think the burgers were that good, but it was okay though. I'm oh. just saying. I'm Sorry. pretty sure I made some burgers and I'm like, <laughs> what? I was about to say. <laughs> but uh wow i just had to you know people but, uh, have money for five guys like that you, you're right I, <laughs> I don't have money for five guys like that but anyway like it was fun we were we were bopping it was it was a nice time and a good memory so you guys go ahead who wants to talk about their vma memories if they have any if you don't like talk about how you don't <laughs> I can talk about how I don't. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I I am very into like pop culture and music and all that stuff, but um, not the biggest fan of watching a bunch of uh, Caucasians running around getting awards. <laughs> um, <laughs> not sure if we're there yet. Hello <laughs> uh, to all the Caucasian fans. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. Uh, <laughs> um, already cutting up. I watched, like, <laughs> I watched. I watched Logic because that's that's Bay. Um, watched his performance. I watched Sean Mendez because that's Sean Mendez, and that's as deep into that as I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I yeah. I usually just watch like the performances afterwards and I'm like, okay, that was cool. Or I watched Taylor Swift so I can roast Taylor Swift. But other than that, I'm like, I watch Fifth Harmony because they slay every single time. True, true. Um, true, true. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> um, but yeah, right. I wasn't really all that hyped for it. <laughs> I wasn't really all that hyped for it this year. I didn't even know about it until I found out this was a topic for the VMAs. So. <laughs> probably should have did a little bit more studying <laughs> like yes i want to talk about um, that though like i want to talk about that but continue but yeah i don't know i i guess it was cool i did taylor swift perform did no. she do something she, of course i'm gonna save my taylor swift save that save that okay. <laughs> yeah i'll i'll save my taylor swift rant because that's that's a lot but yeah yeah other than that no i just I'm not a fan. The BET Awards, I'm there. I'm you right. watching it. That's okay. B- the BET <laughs> no is obviously better. Like it's better. All right. Better. Paige, any memories or no memories? Um, I don't really have any specific memories. I was just thinking about earlier how I watched um the Jonas Brothers like perform one time. Only because I Ooh, always wow, think throwback. it crazy how they some people like start from like outside they'd be having people perform outside and I'm always like damn who got the spots outside (laughs) (laughs) so you know outside or wherever she was performing from so that was interesting um yeah but like the last time I watched the VMAs was at Camille house where she disrespected my burgers and (laughs) (laughs) um but I don't really think about the VMAs, which um, has a lot to do with, I think I stopped watching music videos for, mm. I don't really watch music videos. Like I just Same. saw that Logic video, like the 
tall. Beautiful. Um, it's yeah, I know, cinematic genius. Um, <laughs> but other than that, like, I'm just not into no music videos. And this like award show, this time they brought a lot of like their art directors and creative directors on stage, and they were like, "This is all their idea." And I feel like, yeah, it's such a weird thing. I'm like, this is not really about the music; it's about the the visuals. So. Exactly. I, I feel you. Yeah. yeah. Let's not, let's go ahead and dive into the show because we're already kind of talking about it in and of itself. Like, in my opinion, I'm gonna get into this a little bit deeper when we get into our next segment. But it's just like it's not the same as it used to be, and it does not give me the same like hype or feeling. Like I have my favorite people that I know are performing and I want to see, but. It's not something I look forward to as much as I used to, because um, I don't expect as much from it now. Like I expect like maybe three really good performances, and that's kind of it. Um, I heard Ed Sheeran did EXO to her life. Is that true? That is true. true. And you know what? I actually got my life to that. Like I know, like it's it's weird, but it was because it was unexpected. I love when things are unexpected, and I was just like, okay, he's singing "Shape of You," and I literally said, I was like, I was hoping he would sing something else because "Shape of You" has been out since like January. I've seen him perform it before on like two other award shows, so I was just like, um, yeah, I'm just gonna doze off, and uh, and then like. Lil Uzi came out and I was like, oh, this is actually interesting. I like when two artists that don't, like, aren't the same genre do mashups and stuff. Like, like when Imagine Dragons That's and- Ed Sheeran is for the culture. Uh, he, mm. <laughs> <laughs> he has, Ed like, Sheeran, like, if you're listening, I love you. <laughs> the natural That's loves Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran to I really do. <laughs> But I mean, like, yeah, like, I remember an Imagine Dragons and Kendrick Lamar performance, like, that was cool, because it was just, like, it had, like, dimensions, because it was two different genres going together, so I like stuff that's unexpected. Um, I liked Alessia Cara's performance, I mean, it's inspiring, I guess. It was creative, because, I I mean, I guess, like, (laughs) it was cute, Um, like, she... That's even worse than inspiring. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I feel like people will find it inspiring. Like, I personally don't need that all the time, but I, it's nice to have something inspiring, I guess. And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was dark. I know. <laughs> um, um, Kendrick's performance tonight was great. Uh, Hollies has like really dope visual visuals and his video were like humble. Like, yeah, that deserved video of the year. And you know how much I love Bruno Mars, but like humble was a really, really good video. Um, let's see what other, oh, obviously Fifth Harmony, but we already talked about that. They, they slayed. Um, Normani, Normani and that's live on in my I was life not- for the rest of days. I really wasn't ready. Like I wasn't. No and like, one was ready. She was on Dancing with the Stars and everything, and I still was not ready for that. Cause I just never <laughs> seen her like actually dance like that in a performance with the group. So that was cool. And it has some good elements to their performance. Like 
the falling back and like kicking that fifth, not really kicking, but the fifth member falling back at the beginning of the performance. Did y'all catch that? Now that you mention it, sure. Okay. <laughs> I do, because my thing was messing up, but I do remember them all standing at the top and there was, mm-hmm. I do remember someone like going away. I do. Mm-hmm. So. so yeah, it was cool. Um, that's kind of all I think. Oh, Pink, actually, I I mean, it wasn't like a surprising performance, but it was a really well put together performance. And you can tell that she's been like performing for years. Like you can tell the difference between a new performer and someone like Pink that has been in the game for a long time. So in that respect, I enjoyed the like polish of it, I guess. Um, any other favorite moments from this night? I just have like an overall like thing that happened tonight. Go ahead. Um, so between like Pink and Logic and Cardi B, they were slaying their <laughs> life with just like the activism. Yes. Meanwhile, Katy Perry was ruining my life with everything she did. Oh, so cringe, so I, cringe. It like. was so cringy. Like everything, she made a joke out of everything where it wasn't a joke. Right. And she, that's her whole career. I know, it. I know, and I know, I was like, I don't see how like she gets it. And maybe she, she didn't write it, but she decided to go up there and said the things that she said. And it was just like, she just tried to laugh off everything from like Trump to racism to like every little thing was just like a joke and like not serious and i'm like how what what when, where did they do right. that right. <laughs> you know and what i mean right yeah. and so i did think the vmas was trying they did like obviously like that logic performance was great and uh peak had her little speech mm-hmm. um what else did they do like I said, um, Cardi B talked about um, Colin Kaepernick. But right. I did. Yeah, I did like them like trying to talk about social issues. Like they talked about literally like Robert E. Lee's like descendant. Yeah. Talked about like talked against white supremacy and uh-huh. um, they talked about the woman who died during that. Uh, white supremacist march the other weekend the only thing that kind of it's it's like i feel kind of like really sad is that it literally took someone to die someone you know of a certain race for mtv to actually dedicate exactly i thought dedicate moments to it be problematic but i was just like I'm sorry, but you never brought any of the families. Maybe like that, I ain't watched in a couple of years, but no, they haven't. They haven't. <laughs> they did not bring like Trayvon's mom up there. Like they did not bring Mike Brown's mom up there. They did not bring Tamir Rice's mom up there. Like no, they never brought any of those mothers and families up there. And while I feel terrible for this girl, like it's tragic. It's just like man. Why now? Like, why are you deciding to actually finally say something now? But, Denaji, did you want to? Like I said, I literally only watched a couple of performances that, like, Twitter deemed good. But out of all I saw, Logic was my favorite, just because that song means a lot to me. So, but I heard, I heard it wasn't too, the biggest thing that I saw was the reactions to Taylor Swift's 
trashy music video but oh, of course <laughs> she's just obnoxious at this point she is so so obnoxious all right so well overall i think i think the show is decent you know i'll probably forget about it in like two days <laughs> like like it, it used to feel like a concert but now it's just it just feels like i don't know disjointed and the hosts are never good like in the last four years the hosts are never good but i i enjoyed a few performances from it so our next segment is also named after inside joke that we came up with in college. Uh, it's called You Right. You Right. Right. <laughs> you right. You right. So <laughs> literally, I think I think we came up with this one night when we just wanted to get out of our, you know, dorms and stuff and like go out and do stuff. And we just were like hyping each other up. We were like, should we do this? Should we do this? We should. You right. Like it was just like hyping each other up or whatever. And Every so, bad college decision was hyped up by you, right? By you, right? Every single one, <laughs> you right? Yeah. So we just we end up just not questioning each other, and we just go right. We never sometimes <laughs> should be questioned. <laughs> exactly. So now this segment is going to be about topics that we feel strongly about, um, and we're going to make an argument as to why we feel we're right about our opinions. And then we're going to respond to each other by saying, you right or you not right. <laughs> Paige, go ahead. I feel like you ready. You, you ready for this. We're gonna talk about, let's talk about Taylor Swift. Cause I've been ready. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm so ready. <laughs> like honestly, between Taylor Swift, Katy Perry and Molly Cyrus, I do not know who irks my soul more, honestly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so obviously Taylor Swift's music video came out and she blew me. Uh, I don't know. Let me backtrack. I like Taylor Swift's music. I just do not like Taylor Swift. And she called out right. in the <laughs> she called out in the music video that she just made how like people call her a snake. People call her a victim. People call her whatever else they call her. Like, as if she, like, hears it. And now she's like, I'm the new Taylor. <laughs> but I'm like, are you acknowledging that you are, in fact, a snake? And you do play the victim? And you are queen of white feminism? But you're not doing but you're not acknowledging it. You're not actually saying like, I was like wrong in any of these things that I do with my BS. I'm just a new reinversion Beyonce Taylor now. I agree. Wow. You right. You right. <laughs> I, I have nothing else to add to that because <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly. Honestly, I don't even know what I said because I blacked out for a minute. <laughs> True. <laughs> Okay, okay. We gonna talk about The Bachelorette. <laughs> because it's been a couple of weeks. And I'm still a bitter. So, a single person has heard by now that... Ooh, I was talking him Brendan. First of all, I'm disrespectful. <laughs> His name is definitely Brian. But I'm gonna just keep calling him trouble because that's what he ended up being. So, he won The Bachelorette by default, in my opinion. And I'm mad about it. Because... <laughs> I'm mad about it because I feel like 
we could have finally seen a bachelorette slash bachelor couple that could have actually made it. But no, Rachel wanted to be purely disrespectful. <laughs> and then let it, let it be known <laughs> to whoever's listening to this podcast. I did not watch the final episode myself. Actually, I watched it through Snapchat <laughs> and FaceTime <laughs> with Paige. <laughs> Because I was on a road trip, but it was that critical to watch. So I only saw itty bitty snippets. So y'all can go ahead and flame me for that. But actually, Paige and I's whole friendship (laughs) is just a series of watching TV through Snap and FaceTime. (laughs) But yeah, I'm still bitter about this ending. I feel like Peter was done horribly wrong. I feel like Dean was done even worse. But that's that. I'm just just gonna let that go. Let that fly away into the wind. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm still bitter about how Rachel was acting at that reunion or whatever reveal show. And she mad disrespectful, and I don't appreciate it. And I'm probably never going to watch The Bachelor or Bachelorette ever again. And that was my first time watching it, too, so. You're right. (laughs) I didn't even watch it, but I know that the way they handled race on that show and just the, like, person she... It was it was trash. So I'm just gonna go ahead and say, you're right. You for sure right. That was a gross misrepresentation of black women, and I'm a just. I think the way ABC produced the show was very questionable. And True. first of all, they yeah. had like they had way more white guys than black guys. I don't, it's just there like, was quite a few black men on there, though. It was, but it like it was still it majority. Was, yeah, there was. I, it I was, was more than I. It was like by the time, like after the first night, I feel like it was a good. I don't know. It was like fifty fifty. I think. Yeah, yeah, it was a good. It was a good mix. It was just that they would all they all just went home in one episode, like all at once. Yeah. Like not after like the majority of them, after they like got past like the first one. Mm-hmm. She just like sent like a bunch of the group of them home all together. We were like, what? Mm-hmm. But like that's, I don't know. She can be with whoever she wants to be. Right, with. right. Of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I just, let's just hope and pray. You know, Eric. This is not going to happen because you know, <laughs> God forbid, there's a black bachelor right after there's a black bachelorette. Right. But you know. Oh lord. Eric is they. That's all I have to say. <laughs> True. I'll just clarify. I think that the gross represent- misrepresentation of black women was on ABC's part, but then the way that she was acting <laughs> at that like aftermath show was an L. That's that's what I was trying to get across. But everybody just didn't know how to act on that show, except for Peter and Dean <laughs> and the beautiful <laughs> black man. <laughs> All the black men. <laughs> I will say, like, Denijah knows that I follow both Rachel and Brian on and not Instagram, and, you know, they kind of cute together. I don't mind it at all. Um, look, look at her face. Y- y'all can't see it, but it's still. <laughs> that's just, like, that's what I thought about, like, Nick and Vanessa, and then we see what happened with that. And so I'm that's- like, I don't buy it anymore. I don't buy it, because I was all for right. Nick and Vanessa. I'm not saying it's real. I'm not saying that at all. (laughs) All right, Camille. How are you feeling? (laughs) Um, (laughs) My thing is like, I feel like pop culture is dying. (laughs) 
oh, you're right. Right. <laughs> I, like, it's just not the same. This is what I was kind of getting into earlier, but the excitement is not there. The iconic acts are not there. Pop in general is just not as good as it was. Like, I don't know if y'all noticed, but some of these used to be like pop hard hitters, like Katy Perry, Lady Gaga. Um, I mean, Lord's album was okay, but like surprisingly she didn't have a single like Royals again or anything like that. Um, Selena Gomez is very iffy. Like I liked her singles in the past, like the year before not mm-hmm. the recent ones so no, and, and none of these like none of these i mean besides i guess lady gaga like she literally performed at like the super bowl this year but i don't feel excited i don't feel like i'm looking at anything new i don't feel like majority of the game is filled with good performers like back in the early 2000s like r&b pop hip hop, they were all just so fun to listen to. And these people were like, just giving out good material that is just timeless, you know, like we, we still don't get tired of it. And then when they would, right. when they would perform, it was just like, it was just awesome to watch and you just felt so like in tune with it. But now I just feel like everything is stale and stiff and like plastic and just for like promotion and, I don't feel like there's just a real like warmth to it or like a real culture with it. And then on top of that, I feel like Twitter, especially Stan Twitter, is just ruining it for everyone. It's hard to just enjoy an artist without knowing every single thing about them, everything that they said, calling it problematic. Now, there are some artists that legitimately are problematic. I'm not talking about those, but just like this oh, drag her, drag him. Like, you can't even just enjoy music anymore um, because everyone's judging at every single second of the day, 24-7. And I just feel like if the acts that came out in the 2000s were in this social media, like, climate, they would not be surviving. Because, like, let's be real. Like, Christina Aguilera was wearing dreads she would have been roasted for that if she did it now. So, but at the same time, you know, her dirty era was just like iconic and you'll, you'll never fit it. I don't agree with like cultural appropriation, but at the same time, like you always remember that from your childhood, like every music video and every song that she was like releasing at that time. So it's just like a thin line. People expect it's it's fine to expect a certain standard from artists and whatnot, but I feel like there's not really a standard. It's more just like hypocrisy. You know, I like this artist, but I don't like this artist, even if they do the same thing. Um, I just can't enjoy music and it's just pure form or whatever. And then the music quality is not the same, but I do have to say like hip hop doing pretty good. Um, R&B is not the same. There's like this new kind of alternative R&B wave coming in. And I like some of the acts like Solange and Za, SZA. Ooh, see, I, in my head, I still say, in my head, I still say ZA. Like I know her name is SZA, but like ZA, that's what I started calling her. So from the beginning, so it's just like hard to change that. Like I like them or whatever. Um, so like black artists are actually 
once again, making and creating the new pop culture lanes. So I guess it could be that pop culture is dying with just this 24 seven, you know, harassment and on the clock following of these artists, or maybe it's just going through another shift. Maybe, maybe just like this um, candy pop that was in for a little bit, like in 2010, 2011, 2012, it's just going down and more urban songs are coming in that aren't like as pop, but they're like kind of getting mad. They kind of have mass appeal now. So it's just a weird shift in pop culture to me. And I just feel like it could possibly be dying because I don't feel like there will be any more acts that are just so massive, you know, anymore. Um, It's like everyone has their taste in artists specifically, but there's no like, there's no Michael Jackson. There's no Beyonce coming about anymore just because everyone is so choosy and picky on who they like and don't like or whatever. So that's my opinion today. You're right. right. So we're going to go ahead and go into our last and final segment called Pass to Fail. Kind of explained earlier, this podcast is about what we are feeling, what passes, what we not feeling, what fails. But in this segment, we're really going to talk about anything. It's not necessarily going to be pop culture all the time. It's going to be anything that's happening in our lives or pop culture and what we feel like is passing and what's failing. So you want to go ahead, Paige? Yes. Okay. What's passing? Is this man <laughs> AJ Sardine or if I've probably butchered his name, but this young, beautiful black man used to be on Degrassi as Connor. Y'all see that? Yes, I know. I know who he is. Yeah, and he is on (laughs) complete come up looking like Drake and Bay. Um, so I'm here for it. He has new music. I'm hella plugging for him. Um, (laughs) (laughs) but that's Bay. I'm gonna tell y'all what failed this week for me is uh, Netflix just releases released this movie Death Note, which oh, is man. oh yes, which yeah. is like the American version of the original anime by the same name Death Note, and <laughs> and I don't have a problem that they released an American version because there is a Japanese movie with like Japanese people in there as authentically as it's supposed to be. Um, but this is like the person is based in Seattle and y'all know I live in Seattle and it's oh it was just rough to watch. And it it's just it was weird and it it was just it was weird. And having watched the anime I just felt <laughs> it was just a stupid movie. <laughs> They had old boy from Get Out as the one of the characters, like the detective person. If y'all seen it, I don't know. Have y'all seen it? Yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about though. You seen the? Wait, y'all seen the? Y'all seen Death Note or no? No, I haven't seen Death Note. I've seen the net, like the Netflix one. Oh, you saw the movie? Yeah. Oh, it was. I, I haven't seen the Japanese one. 
I saw the one that Netflix just put on there with Nat Wolf and all them. Ooh, that was not ooh. <laughs> it was just it was just crazy. Right. <laughs> it was just crazy. Um, but yeah, that's just gonna have to get a fail from me. All right, Denasha, do you have your <laughs> do you have your pass to fail? Yes. Okay. My pass um, is gonna be. Oh, I had it, and I think I changed my mind. I think I'm gonna change my mind. So, <laughs> Justin Bieber's new single. I don't know if he's actually planning on releasing the album ever again in life, but <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Justin Bieber. I'm sorry. Um, but his new single, Friends, has been my, like, bop of the week. I don't know how long it's going to last, necessarily, before I get sick of it. But I saw him singing it on, like, Instagram Live. And I was like, oh, because Paige knows this. Like, I, we just kind of woke up and were like, eh, it's okay. And I saw him singing it live. And I was like, oh, he's so adorable. And I just feel like... Justin Bieber is just trying so hard <laughs> to like maintain a clean composure mm. lately, kind of sort of. I don't know, but um, I love that song. I feel like it's not underappreciated, but I feel like it was very underwhelming when it came out, and people were like, "Okay, cool." But that's my pass for the week because I love him, and I feel like he's trying very hard. Oh, <laughs> poor, poor Justin Bieber. Not really, not really, but oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah. He's not poor at all. He's doing quite fine. I do not feel sorry for Justin Bieber. (laughs) Okay. My fail for the week is the fact. So, Miles Teller got engaged to his girlfriend. I don't know her name. I think it's like Kylie. Yeah, it is. Or Or Kaylee. Or something. We don't know. Kaylee? Yeah. Um,. And I, I just feel like it's it's just a, a universal fail. Like it's a fail for him. Like, let's just I'm just watching. Go ahead, go ahead and tell the people how much you love Miles Taylor, Denaja. Okay, so okay, we we open it up the vault a little bit. I back to when Denaja loves I loved him so much. So when the movie that awkward moment came out, we all just the three of us just distinctively loved. The three leading men, which was Miles Teller, Zac Efron, and Michael B. Jordan, claimed them, and my top man was Mouse Teller. And out of Zac Efron I, and Michael out B. Jordan. Zac Efron and Michael like, B. Jordan. So that just goes to show how, like, stupid I was as a freshman in college. Yeah, let's just say there was no competition. Like, the competition was more between, like, Michael yeah. B. Jordan than there was Miles Teller. Like, she had that unlock because we weren't really... Yeah, I was <laughs> I was going through some things, going through some things. But yeah, he is now engaged to this to this wonderful. <laughs> and I wish them the best, but I just feel like that's 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 a fail. Looking at their pictures of it now, and they oh gosh. Tell us they why got, is they, it more a fail for you or no, for them? Yeah. Like, why is it a fail for them specifically? <laughs> I don't want to. See- no, no, <laughs> say it. We have to understand. I can't, say, I can't say it. I know the answer, but she can't say it. I'll say it. Um, she's not too easy on the eyes for Nigel. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying it like just. That's what it is. That's why. It's, that's why it's her fail. <laughs> Episode one, guys, doing great. <laughs> doing 
we can't we can't beat around the bus. We just gotta go for it. Okay. Well, yeah. It's 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 been a running joke <laughs> amongst many group chats that she just. <laughs> No, y'all, I feel mean to the sin. <laughs> we hate saying it. I'm just, sorry. I just, no. I just feel so weird because I'm like looking at a picture of them now and it's like <laughs> but best wishes to Mouse Teller and um <laughs> a long happy marriage. <laughs> I I'm a hurt for them. For them. Anyways, Camille. <laughs> All right. Okay, so Okay. So um my pass for the week. Y'all gonna laugh, but I'ma say it anyway. Um Fifth Harmony, that's what it is. They dropped their album. I love it. It's like pure pop, like sounds with a little bit of urban R and B. Their voices sound really nice. Every song it's like cohesive. Yet every song has different elements. And yeah, that's my group. I love it. You should check it out. Fifth Harmony by Fifth Harmony. And then, ooh, how do I pick a fail? Um, oh, wow. <laughs> I'd have to say my fail is how Donald Trump is handling this hurricane right now. He's up, oh he's up here tweeting about how a wall needs to be built between, you know, the United States and Mexico. Meanwhile, people's lives are in danger in Houston, my state of Texas right now. Um, so that's just, I'm like so serious. Like that's obviously an ultimate fail and really pisses me off. So, you know, I guess we have to make up for his lack and have some like empathy and for these people and donate to them and help them out. So that's my fail this week. That's gonna be it for our first podcast. Yeah, like, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, we're gonna try to have episodes out every Monday on iTunes and SoundCloud. And I'm gonna go ahead and plug my Twitter again, at Camille Connor, C-A-M-I-L-L-E-C-O-N-N-O-R. And same thing for my Instagram. And then go ahead and plug yours again, Paige. And then mine's Twitter is at SmartWrites. That's S-M-A-R-T-W-R-I-T-E-S. And Instagram at PageSmart, P-A-I-G-E-S-M-A-R-T. And then, Denise, you go ahead and plug yours. Yeah, the Twitter and Instagram are both at Don't Ask Danny, D-O-N-T-A-S. K-D-A-N-I. And if you're listening, I do bomb Game of Thrones recaps. It's tonight with the season finale. Hey. So I will have that up to you tomorrow. Then, Just and, go to um, her blog. Her blog is hilarious. Just read it. Really it really is. your life. It really is. I love it. We're going to try to have a Twitter account up, but for now, go ahead and hashtag pass to fail pod. That's P-A-S-S-T-O-F-A-I-L pod and tell us what you think you know give us feedback comment and all that good stuff i'm camille i'm Paige, and i'm denijah and this was past to fail see you next week guys bye